say anything about Texas? Yeah, about tickets to the game. Dallas and Pittsburgh in Texas. I'm gonna be in Texas five days after the election. Might not mean nothing. Might be business as usual. But that ain't no fun. It's more fun to drama it out. Make it seem like, ooh, what's gonna happen? You're gonna be in Texas five days after the election. Ooh. Regardless of who wins or who loses, it's gonna be some shit. It's gonna be some shit regardless of who wins or who loses. And say, for example, Trump loses, I don't think that the right or those people are gonna go ape shit like I think the left will when they lose. Notice I didn't say if, I said when they lose. I don't think, but what I am worried about is that the Democrats winning and maybe even taking control of the Congress or House of Representatives or whatever like that, blah, blah, blah. and fucking up the economy. Because I believe there are things in place right now that keep the people or the corporations or the economy balanced in a way that at the least benefits me. I'm not even gonna say but I do tend to think it's better for the economy. The numbers show that it's better. The numbers definitely show that it's better. And that the economy is doing fairly good. So, and I think once the Democrats get in there with what they want to do with taxes and what they want to do with, uh, you know, socialism and making this free and making that, and making adjustments here, taxing the rich, it'll make it unstable. I think whatever Trump is, if he's a puppet, if he's a clown, if he's a buffoon, whatever he is, it, to put it crudely, I believe the power brokers who deeply, deeply, deeply run the economy of this country and invest in it, and it, he aligns with their philosophical beliefs as far as business goes and they don't and they're comfortable investing and keeping their money in the economy as where the democrats come they may pull back and say all right here we go and i'm like james carville it's the economy stupid so how much i got 16 minutes so I'm gonna be in Texas, down at that big, beautiful stadium after the election, five days after the election, November 8th. That's gonna be fun. Go make something out of it. Drama. That's the place where they shot Kennedy. 
try to make some kind of conspiracy thing like that too. You know, just just hype it up. You know, what's life without hyping it up? Especially politically. There's a lot of stuff on the left that they just take for granted is good for everybody. And they just take for granted that it's what everybody wants, and that it's healthy for everybody. And they need this. I always thought that the right would be the one to push Jesus and this and that and restriction on us. But it's the left with this new age, woke, super liberal environmental thing. And regardless if they're right or wrong, you can't push it down people's throats. People have the right to disagree. And you let the consequences fly where they may. And this cancel culture, where you cancel out opposing voices, that's not good either. I'm not saying the left does it more than the right. I'm not saying the right doesn't do it. I'm just saying right now, climate that's prevailing in my sphere of everything, the left and these social justice warriors completely out of control. Well, not completely out of control, but they're going too far. And this whole Black Lives Matter all over every NBA game in the NFL, everywhere you look, seminars about reach out and inclusion, it's too much. It's statements over impact. It may have an impact, and it may be good to give some, you know, have the dialogue, have people talk about it. But if you ask me, the people you're trying to reach ain't listening to it. <laughs> you're preaching to yourself. And then this whole white guilt thing about teaching people, teaching white people how to feel guilty about racism and what they got. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm telling you now, if I was white, y'all have to kiss my white ass. Flat out. Uh-uh. I ain't, I ain't taking none of that. I got what I got. Even if, if my granddaddy stole it from yours, it's mine now. Shut up. <laughs> Get yours. And I would not feel guilty for that. I mean, sure, they came here to kill the Indians. They enslaved people. They killed the economy. I mean, they killed the uh, environment. And there are some white people who, and black people, I guess, but I'm just talking about the white people and white girls who are so empathetic and sympathetic to the environment and to animals and everything that they are deeply emotionally affected by such acts they believe happen or tyranny or environmental climate change and all that. And they just get frantic over it. And they were, I believe they were taught that. They were taught to be that way. You just not aren't born like that. You just aren't born that sensitive, that aware. They're being taught. And some people on the right say that their schools are some of our greatest learning institutions teach that and they breed these kind of people. That's why you got maybe somebody like AOC. And let me just say this too, going on 33 minutes. Listen to AOC talk. I can't stand the way she talk. This is about every time I heard her talk, different clips, she's talking in that way that just super irritates me. Oh my God. It is just irritating to me. 
let alone what she's saying. I probably don't agree with that either. And the reason I say probably is because I'm pretty sure that I don't, but I really haven't looked into it enough to make a definitive statement to which I can stand behind if somebody would say, well, what part don't you agree with? But one thing I don't agree with is a sympathetic and empathetic tone that she seems to bring to everything. And that whiny kind of up and downy, over-enunciated teenage valley girl evolved voice. Ugh. Anyhow, I really didn't want to go there until I had more information. I really didn't want to go there. But as far as me talking about how that cadence and that sibilance, I looked it up, I found out the word of sibilance, vocal fry, up talk. As far as that goes, so far, she almost seems to be consistently the poster child for that talk that I cannot stand. <laughs> that style of talk that I cannot stand. Anyway, my name is Jeffrey Mitchell. And I don't want to get political. I'm too, I'm too politically apathetic. I just don't care. I really, really don't care. When I come home at night, she's always there. So what she does during the day, I really don't care. I wrote that, that's mine. Um, yeah, I'm politically apathetic. But I think what does bug me is the lack of discourse and the responses and the emotional tirades and the lack of communication and discussion. That part bugs me. Where people can't actually talk. You see people, ooh, I ain't gonna say, I don't wanna bring this. I saw, okay, I gotta say this one more thing. There are two, I saw two instances of people who said, who made a reference about coming onto their Facebook page and maybe saying something that's an opposing viewpoint or voicing an opinion that opposes what they may or may not have just posted. And it was said in a manner, one of them said, I don't come on yours and do it. Number one, it's not your page. And I only mean it, I don't mean that in a sense that it's Facebook page. It's not a page. It's a wall. It's built that way to have these discussions, to interact. That's the whole reason for it. Now, if you want to police who comes on there and what they say, that's different. If you want to delete people because they post something that you don't agree with or opposes yours, or you don't want to wake up and have the, it, it triggers an argument in you or triggers something in you, if somebody comes on your, your, your wall, your page or your wall, and, criti and, 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 and criticizes a point or asks you a question to explain further, and that triggers something in you and it bugs you, that's different. But to me, and the two people who did it seem to be, they seem to be, I don't want to say progressive or 
they seem not to be, you know, uh, they seem to be modern, almost people that look to be fairly progressive socially, social media wise, you know, but that, you can't, to me, I've never done that. I never blocked anybody for their opinion. I block people for their aggressiveness. You can come on my wall, say what you want. We can bang it out. I'll either ignore you or I'll just come back strong enough, hopefully, to make you realize how wrong you are. I'm joking, that's a joke. But to say, two people come and say, actually, don't come on here, don't come on my page, da 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 da, doing this. I'm like, what? You posted something. I posted a, a question, not even making a statement or anything. A question. I posted a question. Or I stated my opinion. One of them was like, don't become up here spreading information, bad information. I'm like, spread information? I just I just said, I just, I just stated my opinion. I said, is that illegal? Am I allowed to do that? <laughs> I'm like, and that's the part that bugs me. That's the part that I'm more worried about than any Biden or Trump or Democrat or Republican. That breakdown right there. Anyhow, looks like I'm coming up on 40 minutes. This is a long one. So we're gonna go from there. Looks like I'm coming up on 40 minutes. So, I'm gonna break it down. As soon as this car go by, I'm gonna walk across the street. And then, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. All right, I lost my train of thought. I'm gonna have to edit this. I think I'm gonna edit this down. I'm gonna break this out. I ain't gonna put this whole 40 minute one up there. I'm gonna edit this down after I get home. Anyhow, my name is Jeffrey. Swing on y'all twice. Pause.